Welcome to another episode of Avoiding the Crowd podcast. Next up is episode 11. Thanks for tuning in. Hi guys, Tina here. Welcome to another episode of Avoiding the Crowd podcast. And I have my co-host Marlena Torres here. Hey everybody. Good morning. Well, yeah, good morning good to morning, us. Afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Good day, good evening, whatever it is. Because, yeah, Um, yeah, I I like to think we have global listeners, but who knows? I mean, we might. So we can check. We can we can check. You know, on our analytics. Yeah, we should look into that Um, because (laughs) I want to I want to know who else is listening other than your dad, which is very nice of him. (laughs) Yeah, he he thinks he, he thinks we're really interesting, and I'm not kidding. Yesterday, he like we were not talking about the podcast, but he was talking about quarantine, and he called it Quarantina. I love it. Like See, he just, it works. It just, it just really just, you know. It stayed with him. It really did. Good. I love to hear that. Well, I mean, I guess we could do a quick quarantine check-in. I'm good here. I, um, I'm trying to think if I've done – I bought a cake mix, so I actually want to bake a cake this week. Nothing fancy. I just like to bake, even if it's oh, out of the box stuff. Now I'm worried about you. I'm worried about all of my friends baking during this quarantine. I just don't oh know what's God. going on with them. Why is the planets telling us not to bake? No, I'm just kidding. I just I, I saw this meme. I don't – I mean, it was a really funny meme that said, like, worry about your friends who are baking bread right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> so I'm worried about you because you're baking a cake. Like, oh, you live yeah. in New York City. You guys don't bake, right? Yeah. Nobody bakes in New York City. Well, no, because there's some, like, amazing bakeries. One of the best in New York yeah, like, City. Yeah, what's the point? Much, like, on the street. Yeah, for me. It's, and what's it I called? Will say, what's it called? It's called you, wh- the Little Cupcake Shop. Oh, okay, never mind. There's, there's two locations, but the original is here in, um, in Brooklyn, in my neighborhood. And their business, I'm actually happy to report, is booming. It's so, Good. even though they're baking, these people are out getting sweet treats from fresh Cupcakes bakeries. Cupcakes are essentials. Cupcakes yeah, are essential. So, Absolutely. Bakery, so yeah. I'm so happy they're, they're doing all right. They still have, Good. like, I walked by there yesterday and they're like fully staffed. The case of, you know, cupcakes and cakes is totally filled. There's always people waiting awesome. outside. They have like a special system set up for like to maintain the distancing and stuff. And yeah, so even though they're not baking awesome. at home, people are going to get baked goods, fresh baked Good. goods. That yeah. makes me very happy. Good. I'm glad. Well, I will let the cupcake shop know that you're happy. Let them know. It. I'm really happy. <laughs> oh, man. They make a dreaming princess cake to die for. <laughs> you should look Dreaming that up, princess. I'm going to look it up. This sounds great. It's so cheesy, but the actual cake itself, I will say, oh, my God. I bought it for myself for my birthday because it was just, I wanted that birthday cake. But, oh, man, you have to come try it it's i i would love to speechless it's like a white almond cake with a little bit of raspberry and um the it's a meringue icing so it's really light oh my god i'm dying just thinking about it wow i can tell no it really does it really does make me happy when i hear about businesses doing good because i just i feel really really bad for people mm-hmm. that are not able to do business like it's I think it's awful I know but I feel anyway like in the point, yeah I was 
I, yeah, we're not going to digress too much, but there was this girl in yeah. Philly, there was a hair salon. I saw her on the news and she's like, I need to open. She's like, I'm yeah. actually thinking about my employees who are now saying like, okay, it's been like this many weeks. I'm running mm-hmm. out of money. She's like, I'm in yeah. a tough spot. What do I do? I'm responsible for these people's livelihoods. You know, you feel yeah. responsible. So yeah, I'm curious to see what businesses will start to open and yeah, who knows? But yeah, we can well, we're in a we're in a slow re- reopening. We're in a slow reopening in Pennsylvania here. Yeah, interesting. But very I'm curious slow. to see how people are. Yeah, and like how people go mm-hmm. out and if they're gonna if it's just gonna turn into a big old mess or if people are still gonna be super cautious and who knows. Yeah. I've been meaning. I I know. Um, like and, and, you know Enrico's dad's restaurant they've been doing mm-hmm. like takeout at nights from 4 to 8 yep and that's pretty much all they can continue doing for now and yeah. uh, construction is back to work here which is nice oh, wow. um because they they weren't allowed to work we got a business waiver i think i talked about right this right 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 and yeah. we've been very fortunate like there's been a lot of work for him but if not mm-hmm. like it would have been awful and then there's Martine, right. who has his like wedding business, which oh um, my god, what a I mean, he has year. well, he has so <laughs> much wedding. going on, and he's like super smart and creative. I know he'll figure things out, but yeah, yeah. like he's the one I think of the most. I mean, the restaurant too, but like, um, I mm-hmm. just know so many people with businesses, and it's like I I feel so badly mm-hmm. for them. It's like. like I don't yeah. know, but anyway, yeah, we don't want to digress too much. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Here well, we go. Because um, I know. Here we go. The you why? Well, are you going to add on? Or are you going to pivot? Do what you got to do. No, we can pivot. I just I I was just thinking of them because Martine actually posted a really funny like uh, thing on Instagram this morning. So he was on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah, yeah, I think I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. Everyone's going to be just fine. But I'm like I have all the business owners in my mind as well. <laughs> Right. As you know, um, it's a tough spot to be in for sure. It's very, yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, again, like most things we can talk forever and ever about them. Mm -hmm. And, um, for people that actually tuned into our last episode where we, um, went into a lengthy discussion over diet exhaustion, which, you know, essentially just like the exhausted efforts of trying to find, your, I mean, I'm going to say thinness. I don't know if this makes me sound like a, you know, um, like a bitter chubby girl, but like it, I just feel like it's so hard to take people super seriously when they mask their search for thinness and they mask it with like health, because that is such a big thing. I think that's taken advantage of as far as like business goes and mass market and advertising and things like that it's like get your health find your health but it's like really about look how good you're gonna look in these tight pants and this sports bra if you come to this gym look at all these hot people working out Mm -hmm. and uh i mean it's everything it's it's people are constantly finding looking for the one answer of how to be thin and how to look better you know essentially feel better about themselves but it's like what you know, why is it those certain things that will only do they think make them feel good about themselves, looking good, being thin, fitting into this 
average mold of, you know, what's considered attractive and the benefits of that. So, I mean, we, we sort of went off on a few tangents, but there was one thing in particular that we discussed um, just you and I offline before getting into that episode was the word fat. And I, I said, I have a, like a journey of the word fat throughout my life of like how I thought about it, how it made me feel, how other people used it. And it was part of my, you know, let's call it my self-love journey because it was a word that for years I, I dealt it just made me feel bad. It felt mean, yeah. hurtful. It was a weapon. It was, um, I just always had it associated in a bad way. Oh my God, is that Allie? <laughs> oh, I thought, no. she, I thought she was knocking on the door. Was, oh no, there is no yeah. noise here. How weird. I mean, someone's vacuuming or something. Oh, Blowing leaves, maybe. I took a sip of water. Oh, that's a, it sounded like a knock and I was like, oh my God, here she comes. But that's totally yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm always curious to know because I always, I, I really look up to the plus size women who are constantly championing for body positivity and, and they sort of took back the word fat. They took back the mm-hmm. meaning. It's no longer defamatory. It is a descriptor. And really nothing more than that. But I think, um, you know, it was, again, it was very much weaponized and it was a nasty word. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think the community at large really took back the meaning of that word. And I struggled with that for years because anytime I saw it or anytime, even I saw like a, a, this amazing plus size girl who does all these things in her life and she's just out there and being herself and authentic she would say the word fat and I'm kind of like oh why is she doing that I almost felt like um which we touched on in the last episode is like where people make everything a joke because it's easier to deal with so it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna call myself fat before you do and make it funny and a mm. joke. but that's not how these people are using it that was my projection of how they were using it, you know? So I'm always curious, like, yeah, you know, how do you feel when you hear the word fat? Like, have you ever thought of the history of it? Like, you know, throughout your life, has it ever done anything to you or been used against you? Like, do you have any reactions to that word? Um, it is interesting. Cause you know, I, um, like, I mean, I've had experiences with it. Yeah. Like when I was little, Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, I'm sure I've heard, I heard people like refer to other people as fat and like it being a bad thing mm-hmm. or like even just, I mean, for me, the main thing I think of quite honestly, is like a nutrition label, you know, like looking mm-hmm. at the fat and an amount of food. And okay. I mean, cause we grew up in like the eighties, like everything was like low fat back then. Like that was what you're <laughs> right. supposed to do. And so I thought of it as like this bad thing that I didn't want to eat. And if you eat it, you are it. And that's not good. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess it's weird. Like, I remember being made fun of when I was little and it was like very like humiliating for me, Mm -hmm. even though I think I probably brought it on myself because I was always trying to eat healthy, like even in element, like in fifth grade, I remember Mm -hmm. that was like the year it got kind of like. Um, I guess hard for me 
mm-hmm. but even earlier than that, like, because like I was always taller, um, mm-hmm. like I grew tall, like very early, like I, right. I'm really not that tall now. I'm, I'm five, eight, like that's not that right. tall, like five, eight and a half. Like it's, that's not kind incredibly tall. tall, I think. It's not I mean, incredibly it's, tall. It's above it's, average. But when we're little, woman, it's like yeah. you're a giant. Like Yeah, and I, I was <laughs> taller than, like, everyone for the most part. Except for, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, Jeff Dankinich and Cammy. <laughs> they were, like, the two that were yeah. taller than me. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I always felt very awkward about it, especially, like, in gymnastics, which I really loved gymnastics. And my mom was really good mm-hmm. at gymnastics when she was younger, and she would always talk about it. But it was, like – Get out. How cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she could <laughs> do, like, cartwheels without hands and all that stuff. And I always wanted to know how to do that stuff. But oh I – I was told, like, you know, because I was tall, I wouldn't be able to. Like, the tallest, right. like, gymnast is – I mean, I don't know what it's like now, but when I was younger, I remember watching the Olympics because I was, like, obsessed with it. And like mm-hmm. the tallest gymnast was like five foot three. And it's like, well, this is not for me because right. I'm too. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that <laughs> I have this whole idea that I was just awkward and large. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always yeah. noticed like the, there was a lot of comparison. Like my grandmother was very petite. My mom's mom was very petite. She's mm-hmm. like five foot one. Her feet were like, I was wearing her shoes when I was in second grade um so it was just like I felt very like what like I'm so big and just you know um yeah and yeah, it's, it's not like and, feminine. That's a, there's all kinds of things think, like tallness. I, I it's like bigness it. and it's yeah, yeah, it's like feminine femininity is e- equated to smallness. Yeah, being and tiny. Like, and, yeah. and I, I, I remember always wanting to be tiny, wanting to be short and petite and just like, you know, and I remember my doctor telling me when I was a kid, like if like based on their charts or whatever, I was going to be like six foot two. And I was just like mm-hmm. horrified. I'm like, I cannot be six foot two. Like, I would just oh be such God. a freak, you know, and <laughs> right. obviously I didn't grow to be six foot two. And this is why I, like doctors don't always know everything. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. Oh my um, God. But yeah, it's just all these it's it's interesting how I mean someone else may have experienced this and it was like nothing to them. But it's like to me, like especially with the gymnastics, like I ended up quitting because I was just so uncomfortable with my body. Yeah. Like in, in the gymnastics clothing and mm-hmm. being just like I couldn't do a, a I couldn't do a flip under the the lower uneven bar because I was too tall. It was like, I just, yeah, it was just weird. And I think it kind of became a little warped in, in my mind. But then at the same time, I also felt pretty like I've always felt kind of not good Mm -hmm. eating like normally, like what's considered normal food. Like the way I eat is very weird. It's really mm-hmm. not very weird. I think it's very, it's just right. very simple. It's, not weird. it's just not very right. like normal. average. It's not and, typical. And I'm, right. Exactly. And I'm totally okay with that. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I feel like it was a lot of things that came together. So it's like the whole idea of fat. It's like, I like that it's not a bad word anymore because like, I like how you said it, it was like a weapon. It's like people use it to mm-hmm. be hurtful and to make you feel bad about yeah. yourself and to just completely, you know, cause right. words, words can absolutely be 
use like weapons. So I never really thought of it that way, but I really feel like mm-hmm. everything that we are shown like as women, especially men too, but it's like all the magazines, like it's, it's, it's awful. Like they're, you're basically trying to cut people down to make them feel like you need to buy my product. Right. You need to buy the products in this magazine. Right. So that to you feel can be your best okay. And you fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Just exactly. So you're okay. And then just you'll so be in our club. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's, and, God. and that's why, like, I kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like very protective of my daughter with that stuff. Like, I don't want her seeing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just, we don't, I don't, yeah. she doesn't see commercials. It's like, I, it's very, um, yeah, even notice like with the workouts I do, I'm like, I don't want it hurt seeing me do, like doing like workout, like, you know, online with mm-hmm. women that I feel like kind of fit this sort of, not that there's right. anything wrong with being blonde and skinny, because right. there's not, but I just feel like, yeah. look I at me. To, it's like, I'm just kidding. I, I <laughs> want her to, <laughs> I want her to see someone who's like having fun while they're working out, not right. like, it's right, because you equate it to health and fitness mm-hmm. and well-being. It's not mm-hmm. equated to the get skinny mentality. Yeah, yeah, because That's, health is yeah. not about being skinny. You can be very skinny right. and be very unwell. Like that, right. it's, it doesn't even make sense. Like to think, right. like to being have tiny to even say health. that is just so frustrating. Yeah. I know because it seems like such an old-fashioned idea. Yeah. And, but that's, I mean, it's ingrained in us. It's just another one of the things that we discussed that it's like so deeply ingrained in us and taught to us that we Mm -hmm. don't even realize how programmed we are to, to believe it. Even though when you sit down and dissect it, we don't really believe it. You know, we know it's ridiculous, but if it's pounded in your face every day, all day, your entire life, it's only natural that you're going to believe it. That's how education and propaganda works (laughs) like it's so yeah but I think I think that's something that I always miss and especially coming from a family again that my family wasn't like fitness focused in any way I have a lot of like I don't even have a I don't even want to say I have a lot of heavy people in my family but I have people we eat you know cured meats like it's its own food group like we eat we don't eat healthy foods as part of our normal cultural mm-hmm. diet but yeah. um but the whole thing is always about thinness if you can eat a whole you know half a pig to yourself at the roast as long as you're like naturally thin nobody bats a lash at you you know yeah. but if it's like the chunky girl go into town on another pig ear it's like <laughs> Of course she would, you know, as if I'm not allowed to have a normal appetite or something like that. But yeah, it's just unfortunate. But yeah, the word fat was really used to upset me because I think, like you said, in the 80s, like everything was like non-fat was the goal. So I guess growing up in that, to think about it like that is fat was bad, no matter if it's food, a person, Mm -hmm. Yeah, an animal, uh, you know, the only thing that's acceptable when it's fat is like a chubby baby. And then they better grow out of that shit real fast, because it's not cute after a certain age, you know, like, that's how it works. It's just, um, it's, it's disheartening. So I mean, taking back the word is great. It's very empowering. I will say that there are times I say it, and I still kind of cringe inside. So for me, it's like something I still constantly work on and remind myself that 
the importance of not letting it remain a negative word um, because people will use it so naturally as a negative again, because it's just, it's, that's how they've been taught to use it their whole lives or to feel about it in that kind of way. Yeah. And then it's funny that you said, um, well, we were kind of talking about when you were just like a bigger person at a younger age, it's mm-hmm. like the idea of femininity, which we also talked about in relation to like wearing black clothes versus bright clothes of like, mm-hmm. of how to be girly and be accepted feminine, no matter what size you are. It's like, but feminine women, you know, that's equated to smallness and having, you know, a, a quiet demeanor about you. Don't be too bright and out loud. Like, it's just that really age old idea of what a woman should be and how she should present herself and being small is a part of that which is so it's, weird yeah, it's, to it's say. totally it's <laughs> like it's a brainwashing sort of thing because it doesn't yeah. even make sense like it has it doesn't yeah. yeah it doesn't even make sense if you really think about it yeah at all because like if i mean being really thin like it, it's more like you like boyish or like childish mm-hmm. if you, like in being like right. not being curvy you know because you it's think like, of, like when a, when a, yeah exactly so it doesn't again and i'm not i mean there's nothing wrong with being thin you know i right. like i'm not i've i don't care i'm not saying that but it's just if you really want to be like if you really want to talk about it it's like the whole idea of turning into a woman you become mm-hmm. more curvy you know right um yeah you have boobs and stuff like it right like no and it's like like, but those areas should get bigger while your stomach should get smaller and it's like it's just this new shape and god now it's like interesting to think too of like yeah these inflated sort of areas of the body are acceptable but it's like it's just another mold of like what not everybody in the world can fit into is like this super curvy girl with really big breasts and a really big butt but like her thighs should be a little thinner and like it's it's like not it's it's not a real body unless depending on your culture like that's what your you know people look like it's not to most of the world it's it doesn't come naturally to look like that oh god it's crazy sorry i'm like talking to myself basically about these weird body issues that the whole fucking world seems to have it's yeah wild. i just i think it's i think it's kind of um it's really like a trap you know it's like people it's like i mean if you're tuned into like any sort of media the message is that you should like be happy eat drink and be merry you know mm-hmm. whatever but you also have to look like this and that just it just doesn't work that way for pretty much most people like if you're able mm-hmm. to you know eat I don't know, whatever it is that's you're supposed to eat, like, you know, sandwiches (laughs) or burgers or, you know, (laughs) like if you don't eat birthday cake, it's like you're so rigid and you need to relax and have the birthday cake or whatever. Right. Um, Oh, God. Like if you can do that and and have like a a great, you know, body as per our cultural standards, then I mean, you're you're the minority. Like, let's I mean, most people struggle with it. Right. Um, Exactly. So it's. I, I just feel like it's set up to keep us in this in this cycle mm-hmm. of feeling like we're not good enough. We have to keep buying stuff to look better. 
or like eat the yeah. unhealthy stuff and then buy this face cream or this makeup so that you have right. a lovely glow. It's not real. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. being marketed to us. So, um, yeah, I feel yeah. like, I mean, I really think it's about like, you have to learn how to, how to feel good, like what feels good and right to you. And I think for mm-hmm. everybody, that's very different, you know, like, Right. Some people no have to get comfortable with like, yeah, some people have to get comfortable with like, well, this is like, I can't live without eating this thing. Whereas mm-hmm. for other people, it's like, I, I don't even really want to eat this thing, but I right. was raised to think that I, I should eat this thing. Right. Whatever that may be, you know? Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just old habits. So. It's like you said, it's like a cycle, like most things that um, <laughs> there's so many unrealistic and unhealthy and super antiquated ideas of how we should be living. And especially as women, like you said, this is men too, but obviously as two women that identify to cis women and we identify as females, like that's the experience we can speak to the most, but it's just Mm -hmm. this constant cycle. And that's, that's what's hard for me. And I think for you too, and what we always it's like important to us to break the cycle and to educate people and to hopefully give them tools that help them as individuals, you know, start to break out of those ideas that they don't even believe in. It's just all they know. And they haven't taken the time to like really pick it apart and, and ask themselves the question of, do they even believe in it? Like, what am I even talking about? What are, you know, and it's just little things that we can say to one another. And we realize, you know, none of my, none of my friends say anything bad about big people or whatever, but I think there's moments, everyone says something and you're like, wow, do they really believe that? Or I can't believe my friend feels that way because they seem so confident and proud and whatever, because all of us have those moments that it's hard to break, but it's a, it's a constant daily choice to want to get out of that and, and avoid the crowd in the way they think, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's totally. just, uh, I think the, you know, I guess if anything to, to get closer to wrapping it up, but the word fat is always an important topic to me because I'm fascinated by people going through the process of, of not thinking of that word in a bad way and not making it feel, you know, especially as plus size women too, is like not making that word not letting it make you feel so bad about yourself because it's at the end of the day, it's just a descriptor and it's not a negative or positively charged word. It's just an adjective. And if you just kind of just accept it in that basic way, I think it's much easier to use it in a powerful way. Um, Yeah. Which I'm definitely, you know, I try to do. I mean, I guess it like, it only gives the, um, I mean, it gives the, you give it the power over you, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You know, it doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be, why, why is it a bad thing? Right. It doesn't need to be a bad thing. It's, it's, well, it's not a bad thing. Right. um, I mean, I I will say there's nothing freer than hearing that word and being like, yeah, whatever. 
I do have a fat you know, it's, butt. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> but that's a good yeah. thing, right? Like you should right. have a big butt, but your stomach can't be big, right? Or right. like, you know, you have to have the perfect, like, you know, J-Lo booty, mm-hmm. um, like Britney Spears circa J-Lo. 2002 abs. <sighs> Britney. Um, yeah. I don't know who, I, I oh, can't God, think of anything else. Oh God, you're like piecing else. together. Madonna, yeah. Madonna arms. Yeah, I, I feel like I saw a meme about this before or something, but whatever. Oh. I don't care. God, um, yeah, I, I don't care I either. feel like it's, um, it's, it's nice to just sort of like, be grateful for the body that you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you, you have, you have to, you have to come to peace with, um, things, you know, like there, like there are th- things about all of our bodies that I'm sure we would change if we could, I guess, but it's like, mm-hmm. why, what for? Like, if you really yeah. look at the the why behind it, it's probably because at some point you got the message that it this thing was bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like for I mean, me, I feel like yep. it, it might have been as simple as the fact that like I wanted to be able to do like back handsprings when I was little mm-hmm. and I felt like my body was keeping me from doing this thing I really wanted to do. And it mm-hmm. became this sort of like, it was this whole thing, like, you know, my grandma was petite, like that side of the family was like shorter and smaller. My dad's side was very tall. And it's like, mm-hmm. you, ha- you have in the, the Cipriano gene. So this is just the way your life is going to be. And this is how you're going. Right. It's like, this is how your body's going to be. So this is how your life is going to be. And it's like, how does that happen? Like, how does, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know, but um Yeah. Yeah. And I've also but, like with my daughter, she's um like they, they have had stories or songs at school where they'll talk about like a, a fat snowman or a fat pumpkin or something. And like, mm. I remember because I never I don't really use that. Word. Like, I don't use the word fat ever. Like, I just don't right. say it. Like, I don't I would never refer to someone as that. Like, I just feel like there's better words to use, quite honestly, right. if you wanted to describe the way. And I don't talk about the way people look unless I just say right. you look great. Or I know what I'm you just, mean. Right, right. Um. So she, I remember her using the word once and I was like, where did you hear that word? Like, where did you, mm. like, I'm curious, you know? And she told mm-hmm. me like there was a song at school and I've noticed even in like some stories I read her, they'll talk about like, like, oh, this gnome ate this big breakfast and his stomach was round and fat. He was too full or something, you know? Right. Um, and um, you know, I told her like, you never want to call someone that. And I, I kind of realized how my own idea of the word was kind of weird. And I was really mm-hmm. uncomfortable talking to her about it. And mm. so I, at that point I got into this, like, well, we just don't make comments about people's appearance unless we have something nice to say, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I still yep. don't really know what that means as far as like, is telling someone that they look fat, not nice. I mean, I don't right. know because like if it if it's not good or bad, it's just a descriptor. It's like okay, but like right. I still would never tell someone, and I would never say like, "Oh, you look so skinny." Like right, it's I wouldn't same, say either of thing. those things. exactly. It's yeah, kind of like, and I don't know if it's just because I am so sensitive to how um, how sensitive that topic is uh, amongst right. people, especially women. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've even, because even when people say like really nice things to me about my appearance or my, I still don't really like it. Like, I still feel very uncomfortable for whatever reason. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if it's well, just that. I, I think, I mean, I obviously it could be a, a number of things, but it, I think it's always because when somebody compliments you on something that's very specific to 
how it is in that moment. It's also, I, I don't know. It's almost like, well, like, is this the I only always, way I'm valuable? This is the ex- right. This is the acceptable way for me to exist. And, and now here's yeah. the positive reinforcement. Everyone is comfortable with how I look. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that could be. I mean, it's weird. I I never, I always tell myself too, like, I never want to not be able to take a compliment because I love complimenting people. And I feel like I go, I am one of those people that goes out of their way, like to a stranger on the sidewalk, if they're wearing like a great dress or their hair looks good. I always like sideline people. And I was like, don't want to interrupt whatever, just your hair is incredible. Like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not, and I, I feel like that's important because it's not it's not me validating it it's me saying Mm -hmm. I agree with you you obviously like your hair this way and I agree with you I think it looks so cool like yeah uh, I don't know if that's like a weird way to put it but I agree like complimenting could be weird especially if the person knows you I think that's also different because Mm -hmm. that's when it's like oh you look great today like that dress looks amazing on you and it's like oh I like never dress like this do they think I'm gross the other days you know what I mean yeah exactly yeah same way yeah um I don't know and there's also like there's more interesting things to talk about I think it's like I think Mm -hmm. everybody wants to look good and feel good about how they Mm -hmm. their hair is and everything like that's I think that's right normal and great but I just feel like there's just too much of a emphasis on it especially with people that you're close to like really like why are we talking about this like we're we have obviously if we're close if we care about each other we have Mm -hmm. more interesting topics that we can talk about yeah um other than like wow your stomach looks really flat today what are you doing (laughs) oh my god are you going to the gym again are you eating enough (laughs) it's like what is okay for you like what is it's so weird what do you want to hear I I don't don't even make you feel good yeah I think a lot of times people don't even realize like I don't know how it sounds I feel like our generation is probably a little more sensitive to it overall but I I don't know Um, yeah but yeah another thing I think is worth mentioning is you know I think a lot of it for me was growing up all the women around me we're trying to lose weight all the time. So yeah. it was like, I, I, I almost, I almost felt like to be, I was going to say this about this five is, minutes ago, honestly. Yeah. Like and I this didn't is, want to, this is what it, this is what it means to be female. I even remember, and this is like, I feel so bad still to this day when I think about it in elementary school, I had a, a teacher who was a woman. She was really overweight. And I remember we, um, we would always bring cupcakes for her birthday and I didn't even offer her cupcake because I assumed she had to be on a diet because oh, she was, she was, my God. she was really, I mean, she was very heavy, you know, like she, right. she, like she didn't even like, she had a hard time like walking normally. Right. Um, yeah. So no, I, I remember mm-hmm. thinking like, I, like, I felt like if I offered her a cupcake, I would be giving her this temptation that like, it, oh it like it would God. be wrong. Like, Yeah. Oh my god. And this is like That's elementary so like child. Yeah, like child, not middle school. Like wow. Is, yeah, I was very young and I had that and in my head. It's funny and I feel bad for you and I feel bad for the teacher because to think that there's people out there that are, you know, this is how they yeah. feel and then mm-hmm. you don't feel right just ha- 
sharing something fun with her because that's yeah, all I had it this is. Whole, it's not about the fucking cupcake. This, it's yeah. yeah. I had wow. this whole idea in my head. I mean, she wasn't my favorite teacher. I, she wasn't, you know, very fun. Right. I don't know how much she liked teaching. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I had nothing to do with, you know, how she <laughs> right. looked or whatever. But uh, yeah. um, I don't know. But yeah, and it was that wasn't why I didn't offer it to her. But I really just felt like I was doing her a favor by not offering her the cupcake. Oh, my so God. So I had this whole, like, I feel like I just exposed That's... how twisted I am. <laughs> I mean, this was a long no, time ago. I, I would I mean, never do that now. I was a but child. Who, but yeah. But in, yeah, in elementary school, where does an elementary school aged girl learn that? Yeah. That's that's not like something you're born with. This like nasty, yeah. you know, this like weird mm-hmm. nastiness of like, oh, this big lady don't need a cupcake anyway. Yeah. What? That doesn't, mm-hmm. that's, that's not a natural thought for I think, like, but I, did, I didn't even kids, think but... of it that way. Like it wasn't like, to me, it didn't feel nasty. It wasn't it malicious, like I, was, right. I was doing but something it, But that, that's yeah. weird like, though. And yeah, right. it is weird. It's, it's totally up. weird. It's, it's very unhealthy. Yeah. Like if, if my, it's... if I, if my child did that, I'd be worried. I'd be like, whoa. You know, right. Like, like what the, like, hell what the hell's is going on? And, and well, she and said, we... she made a comment too. Like the teacher, she made a comment saying like, wow, like you didn't offer me a cupcake. And I was like, wow, like what went wrong? I thought I did the right thing. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's a shame. But Um, you know what? We live and we learn and that's the beauty of, I mean, what can you do again? (sighs) That there's no way you learn that on your own. That came from something you were exposed to, whether in real life or media. It's just the world. I really think it was just the world and just that all women dieted. They all did. They were all trying Mm -hmm. to cut out sweets, like sweets or the Mm -hmm. like baked things, cakes and such. Mm -hmm. It was just like, when you eat that, it's like, yeah, it's just it's just bad, you know, and I feel like that kind of um, like uh, that seeped into when I got into like eating really healthy. Mm-hmm. It, it just made like as much as I loved it and I felt really good. It was like if I if I went back to eating something that I liked, you know, I had a craving for mm-hmm. something or if I ate too much chocolate, like, it could be anything. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I did the wrong thing. Like, this is bad. Like, it's almost like there's this anxiety around eating certain things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it changes as you, as you change, but it's, yeah, it's it's very weird, but it's, it's something that I feel like I've come a long way with, but it's definitely a, a, it's definitely a thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Man, perspective is everything. I mean, I feel it's so funny to hear you say this because like I said, like, about five minutes ago, I was going to say, I feel like the women in your family were constantly dieting and, but, and like, you would always know like the newest diets or like the newest workouts. Like I thought about that with, I I equated that to you. And what's funny is someone like me who, I mean, I had a big family and we were all close, but we were also like not American. So I, I know that sounds silly, but like, we didn't like, no, I think like maybe I remember one or two cousins that ever worked out and it wasn't like a big thing. And I mean, my family always talked about bodies. Like I said, like they were always like thin as best basically, Mm -hmm. but we ate like it was the last day of the, of our lives every day. Um, But I always remember 
I, this is where perspective is everything. Cause I used to be like, man, I wish I had somebody in my family, like Marlena does like to look up to. And that motivated me in fitness and like cared about diet. Like that's how I would see it. It, I, it I do just, think there is, so there weird. is, there is a thing to the whole like cultural, like Enrico would joke, like, you know, years ago when I first got into nutrition and mm-hmm. he would make jokes about like only in America, you know, like women will like throw up their food, you know, <laughs> like who does this, oh you know, God, like there are people yeah. starving in other countries, like the idea of like wasting right. food. Um, but it's like, it's, it's not like they're doing it. Like people that do that sort of thing. It's like, they're not looking to waste food. Of course. They're not, they're like, they're like deeply, uh, imbalanced. (laughs) Like they have, it's so much deeper than even there's a lot going on, but it's, yeah, it's, but it is like, yeah, I think that there is something to it. Like when you like being just, I mean, I feel like it must, it has to be worldwide at this point, like that pressure, of course. Or like people being yeah. exposed to it. But I think if you go back, like, I feel like it was less of a, I feel like it was, it's more here where that right. pressure it was is like to. The, yeah. It was the stereotypical, like white American woman yeah. doing yep. jazzercise in her um, hot spandex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, so... and it really is sort of like, cause I mean, I remember being little as well and just like wanting blonde hair and blue eyes. Like, I felt like it was just this wrong thing that I had, like, brown hair and brown eyes. So I would always be putting, like, lemon juice in my hair in the shower and stuff. <laughs> that is so... And but it, I'm it like, of, I it, wish I was exotic. I yeah, wanted dark well, features. It's so fucking I got weird. I that, that phase, too. <laughs> but I just felt kind of, like, like boring, you know? Because it's like, I don't right. I have dark features, I guess, but I, I don't look exotic. Um, Unless I, you know, I'm frying myself at the tanning salon, which I haven't done in well over 15 years. <laughs> I do miss it. I'm not going to lie. I like it the felt tanning great. Beds. It feels yeah. awesome, but it's I so know. bad for you. So I don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> but that's how I get exotic, you know? Yeah. And people feel thinner when they're tan too. They do. Tan they fat do. better than pale fat. I'm oh my god that I because that. I, I have someone who said that to me wow um, d- yeah oh my god it's funny right it's very funny isn't that insane that somebody yeah. said those words out loud mm-hmm. yeah and whether they made did. it a joke or not they believe it, it. it's crazy it <laughs> tan fat looks better, looks than, better pale than pale fat, fat. it does oh it doesn't. my god it does i don't know i mean i think tan skin looks <laughs> great crazy on most of us but like I, I really you know one thing that i have i have come to appreciate my pale skin yes i with, agree with age because i, I used to yep. hate it like i really used to hate it like a lot that's yeah. why i got into the tanning salons I, I i hated how pale i was and i like people would make fun of how pale my my legs would like glow you know um yeah but i don't like i actually um i i found this woman online it's it's really interesting i wonder what you would think of it she's her name's carol tuttle and you mm-hmm. would probably find it interesting but i feel like you have a fashion sense so you don't need this stuff but she has Mm -hmm. she has this whole system with colors and like style like the type of like lines and fabrics and such that you wear based on Mm -hmm. types like she has these four different types 
And um, it's like we all have these four types within us, but we all lead with one type. And that's like the type we should dress for. Like there's certain colors to wear Ah, um, that go with the type. And um, like my type is all about contrast. It's a very like Mm -hmm. low movement. So like having dark hair and very pale skin is very like classic my type <laughs> makes sense right but yeah. it, but it's also and it's not necessarily because Enrico and I are actually the same type and he's doesn't have that like he's darker skinned and dark like you know I mean he's not Caucasian so he's not but um but anyway that, I, the point I'm trying to make is like I used to feel like I can't wear like red lipstick or wearing black just makes me look more pale but with this system mm-hmm. It actually is very, um, it, it's very striking. It's like a very bold look and it, mm-hmm. it works for me. I love and when I started like wearing the colors, like that she, you know, suggested, I was like, wow, this actually, like people compliment me all the time when I wear these colors that I always felt, you know, I looked horrible in because it would just make me look more pale. Like washed um, out. Yeah. We say yeah. washed out. That's what we yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, again, well, and, that's, and that's negative to look washed out. Because yeah. it's okay to be, it's like, yeah. we don't really want to be pale. This is, yeah, I'm just going to side note. Tan, yes. and big boobs, yep. blonde, um, Barbie. Yeah. Or, you know, she, Britney Spears circa 2002, right? Yeah. More so than Barbie, it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I know. Because yeah, a little probably. muscle, they like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you like that fitness, <laughs> right? Yeah. Gotta get fit. Gotta work God. out. <laughs> God, this is so crazy. This is funny. It's wild. Yeah, Um, I feel like, actually, I'm just going to side note, I'm going to say this out loud, but this is more like a note for us that talking about, talking about the like skin color and the history Mm. of the skin color and, and what's, Mm -hmm. um, cause you were like, uh, most of us look better bronze. All of us do. And it's interesting because I think there's a whole episode there and there's a guest that yeah. I'm thinking that we should bring on to talk about this. Um, so I'm just saying that out loud, which would make sense. And I did, I did episode. say that I said that, but I don't know if I mean that, like, right. That's why I kind of, it's added, weird. I feel like it's something that's sort of been programmed into my mind because again, like I right. had this idea of like being fair skinned is like a bad thing you know right um because like it's weird so... to say well we all look a little better tan and my first inclination yeah. is to be like yeah we do and it's like we do yeah second. you get that, that sun-kissed look is really right. nice i mean nobody wants to, look like to they say we all look better is, like, is very it's, it's, it's not it's a weird it's um that yeah. word is is um that's a tough word to use there because it's not better or worse. I still it's think like, it goes it goes weird. back to this whole idea of like what has been um, what we've learned is ideal as far as how we look because yeah. I know people who are darker skinned to avoid the sun because they don't want to get darker. They don't want to get too dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they're already right. tanner either, that, you know. But that also has cultural in- implications, like the reasons yeah. why we think a certain amount of tanniness is acceptable. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of it's kind of silly. Oh, it's incredibly silly. It's like I mean, it, it's it's interesting. It's, it is it's interesting. Up. But it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm sidelining that because we're gonna talk on that. I'll talk about that more in a in a future episode and I'm gonna I think I have the perfect guest in mind for that which we've discussed this person before but I'm not gonna say the name yet yeah um but yeah I mean but honestly, I, I, I do, 
I think that the topic of, of, of skin color, it goes, it, it goes with this whole idea of weight because it's really related to like what we feel is, um, mm-hmm. what we've been programmed to think is okay. And if we aren't right. this, um, ste- like stereotypical, like, you know, this, yeah, this Britney ideal. Spears this, circa this 2002. <laughs> Yo, that poor girl. That was Last so long episode ago. It was pizza. Yeah. Last week I about pizza. This week it's Britney Spears. Circa um, two thousand two. Circa two thousand two. Um, it's like that's that's the ideal. Yeah, um, but it's also. I mean, it's. I don't know, but yeah, it it is interesting. Yeah. Um, as as is everything, yeah. and we could go is, on and yeah. on and on. Um. I feel like I'm good to close I'm this out too. because I don't want to. Let's just talk. Let's just talk about Britney Spears. I want to talk about Britney Spears now. <laughs> There's like an exhaustive amount of information and yeah. issues and ideals we could talk about as it relates to like our bodies, and it's going to be a continuous thread because I yeah. also feel like it. It does talk. It it just weaves into so many parts of our life as far as work goes, mm-hmm. relationships go, relationships with family. The, and your you sense know, of self-worth, like how of much course. you value yourself. It's just, it's, and that I feel like seeps into everything in your life. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it totally can, does. It can help. It, yeah, it a hundred percent does and could totally change your life in all kinds of ways. I mean, it's, we can go on and on but mm-hmm. um but yeah like i said in the beginnings like this the idea of this word fat and and what that means to people and how they use it and how they think about it as they grow older and you know and and it's not just big people using the word it's just everybody how they feel about that word because of how they've been raised to think about it and what their relationship is to it so um i'm glad we got to talk about it and i'm sure it will come up again later because it's it's just so part of everything, but, um, I want to remind everyone that they can leave us a voice message. Cause that's still my favorite feature that anchor has. It is really cool. Um, it's really cool. So please go to, I think it's anchor.fm and look up avoiding the crowd podcast. You can leave us a voice message there. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to reach out on email, we're at avoiding the crowd podcast at gmail.com. And um, Marlena is still doing awesome sessions, which I feel like we have to start talking about the planets again soon because I will equate it to the world starting to open up. Yeah. And you said a lot of stuff's going on. So we definitely have to touch on that. But um, your website, what's your website? Plug it. Tell people where to go. Astrologicallyaligned.com. I need to change it. I feel like that's a tricky name. It was just my name, but then it expired and I'm a mess online. So astrologicallyaligned.com. Get there, guys. Get yourself a session. <laughs> we'll be in touch. We made it to episode 11, which is so exciting. We did. Very exciting. And um, we hope to hear from you guys. But thanks so much again for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of Avoiding the Crowd. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.